Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And uh, welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, we got the interview that everybody wanted. We spoke to the bloke <laughs> who sent a burger into space, what landed in Colchester's training ground. And uh, everybody wanted him. We, we got, got him. him. We yeah, did. Top uh, work. Another exclusive to us. Martin Kellner. Martin Kellner, yeah, uh, tough booking. Martin Kellner joined us uh, with a week of sport on TV, went into a bit of a rant for you'll some never, reason. He had to try and get back on the track. Again. Yeah, it was quite scorched earth, Martin, I think, as you'll hear. Yeah. And Albits. Albits. We had a chat about various things, Andy's uh, uh, album. So um, here it all is. <laughs> Photo of David Beckham. He was in China. Yeah, and uh, he's got a little heart tattoo it's, on his ear. It's a he's tiny found... tattoo, is it? It's I, tiny. Is yeah. it the world's smallest single tattoo? I mean, you might have a kind of a, a teardrop or something around a tattoo, but as an individual tattoo, it's no bigger than what? Well, I mean, it's it's tiny. I think it's like that. But there's a Taj Mahal on a pin. You think? Yeah, you think they, it's they, one of those. He yeah. must have called it an expert. It's a kind of it's a tiny heart, isn't but it? He's Not found... Tony Hart. He hasn't got a tattoo of Tony Hart on his ear. <laughs> that would make any yeah, sense. Yeah, wouldn't make at any all. sense, would it? No. But he's he's found a little bit of flesh that's untattooed. But how long is it before he goes the full face? The full Mike Tyson. I, th- no, I don't think I he's think going he's to go going for the old Maori tattoos on the face. I don't think so. And uh, Romeo Beckham uh, is going out with, you may have seen this, with the uh, child, not child star, she's a, a Stranger Things actress. In oh, yes. The hmm. Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. I like to call her Millie Bobby Charlton. Do you really? I think that's much better, don't you? Nice. Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what well, I'm going with. You carry on doing that. <laughs> I will do. a little girl. Why don't you? <laughs> well, why not? I um, <laughs> I went to Rock Choir last now, night. Yeah. Oh, yes. Now, if you were with us yesterday, uh, you'll know that Andy last night had volunteered. He wasn't press-ganged into it. He had volunteered for a rock choir. He was going to go along. We tried him out with Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. Not great. It wasn't great. So, um, how did rock choir go talk us through it, Andy? Well, it was good. I mean... It, it was week nine. Week so Andy, ten, actually. Andy, oh, week okay. ten. Andy came in, Andy and his wife Sue came in at week ten, which is a big ask. Mm. I'd say there were 40 women. It was very popular. 40, in local school, 40 yeah. women. Mm. And I'd say, well, the two men, apart from me. Oh, so, okay. three men. Yeah. 
And, uh, of course, we were the bass section. Okay. And uh, there was a lot of big soprano and alto section, of course. Mm. And uh, it was quite fun. I mean, we sang Walking on Broken Glass. Oh, okay. And the thing is, you can hide behind. The fact that I can't sing, you can't hear that I can't sing yeah. when you're in a choir. Mm. And uh, the woman who ran it was very good. So next time we're doing... Did she ask... Did she, to Sasha, did she ask you to sing a little bit of solo so you could get an idea of what your voice was like? <laughs> no. Did you have to go, la? <laughs> you have to get one of those? No, we oh, did a really? bit of warm-up exercises okay. like that, yeah. yeah. Uh, next time we're doing man Mandy and uh, Don't Worry About a Thing by Stevie Wonder. So I don't Mandy know. by um, Barry, Barry Manilow. Manilow. So okay. we'll see. We'll see if I... I Will think, you go back? I think I might. Yeah? I don't know. I'll well, see. There's, there's a enjoy? concert eventually. What was the great... What was the best thing about it? Well, it's quite, it's quite relaxing. Yeah. I mean, you're not thinking about anything else. You mm. know, I'm having to make notes about football. You know, it's quite... <laughs> it's quite... That's good. Well, more power to you, Andy. It's a good thing. So you, you keep it up. I got home, though, and I watched... Um, Portrait Artist of the Year. Yeah. And I love that show. It's a very brilliant show, actually, on Sky Arts. But it's yeah. presented by Joan Bakewell. Yeah. Who, despite being born in Stockport, is the poshest person in, in the universe. She, she's shaken off the accent. Oh, yeah, she's shaken off the yeah. I think she should be a QPR fan, a Queen's Park Rangers fan, because she, she goes... Artists, you've got four R's. Come on, you R's. Come on, you R's. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. She's very, very posh. Mm. Uh, what else have we got here? Britain's oldest man doesn't want a card from the Queen. He's okay. 111, but he does want a porridge and a glass of whiskey, obviously. Okay. Is, um, why doesn't he want a card from the Queen? I don't know. I suppose he's, he's had one before. He thinks I don't need it. To save... To save on cost, save the stamp. He says he wants it to save the stamp. Is, is that what okay? he says? This is what the producer tells me. He doesn't... Yeah. Is that right? He doesn't... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, the state. He doesn't have to pay for us. She doesn't have to pay for a stamp. No, she's she got stamps. a face on it. Yeah, she went to the Her Majesty. I should give her a full title, oh, yeah. really. The Queen visited Paul Nichols' yard yesterday. We're going to say she visited Paul Nicholas. <laughs> well, that's good. That'd been great, wouldn't it? I loved you <laughs> in Just Good Friends. <laughs> Everybody was dancing with the captain. It'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? Yeah. No, Paul Nichols, the race. Horse trainer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not the plumber. Yeah, not the plumber. And uh, she said, Oh, I watch Cheltenham on TV and all that, and I follow all the horses. But she never goes to Cheltenham. I can't work out how somebody who loves flat racing, yeah. which is, let's face it, inferior to jump racing, and goes to Ascot. Why she doesn't go to Cheltenham? It's brilliant. It's much better than Ascot. She, what, she's worried that she'll happen upon Alan in the Guinness village <laughs> and he'll do what he does to me occasionally. I'm walking to work. He'll say, come and have a drink. <laughs> so, I did, just, I, so she doesn't want that, does she, first thing in the morning? No, so, yeah, yeah. Did you see that woman who, uh, this is such a tabloid mm. staple, isn't it? That you spot the face of Jesus Christ in a piece of toast or, yeah, yeah. or whatever. This was happens to be in a tortilla wrap, yeah. and uh, yeah, it sort of looked like him. It did, but I love her justification. This is brilliant. She said, "I've shown all my friends; they reckon it's definitely him." Yeah. Oh, okay, then it must be. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the, that's the kind of judgment I. I don't know if they did that with a Turin shroud or anything else. Well, I asked a few of my mates, and they definitely think it, it, it was his. Definitely, so you've got to have faith, though, as I believe. You could do that one. Oh, we could. Put that to your teacher. Okay, I will. I guess it would be nice. That would be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> if I could touch it. You know, sing that with 40 women and three blokes. <laughs> a, a 64 metre... They might give you a solo. Oh, they might. You might have leather kecks on, a pair of sunglasses, <laughs> and then they'll send you out front of the Albert Hall. Do you <laughs> see that? Harry Redknapp mm. is playing the Albert Hall. Doing a what? H, an evening with. An evening with H. An evening with H. He's, he's become huge. That's a he? big room, isn't it? I mean, it it's is. a massive room. 
yeah. I imagine it'd be very entertaining. He's got some great oh, yeah, old he's stories. Got some great stories. But yeah. it, it's a kind of odd setup, isn't it? So uh, is Kevin Bond going to drive him there? I mean, you think of all the great <laughs> sporting events and all the great things that <laughs> drive him onto the stage. Yeah, exactly. They just go round a few times like a wall of death. <laughs> but all the great things that happen there, the fantastic people that have performed there. Yeah. And it's, in, in the end, it'll be H yeah. sitting there saying, "So I turned to Crouchy and I said, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean.' It, but it's brilliant. It's great yeah. that he can fill a room like that. He's, you know, he's, he's it's amazing. Uh, isn't it, of his powers after uh, I'm a Celeb. So more power incredible, to him. He's yeah. enjoying it, so why not? Absolutely. Yeah. I might go along, actually. <laughs> Good, you I might should. Go along. I do uh, like, I've heard a few of them <laughs> off the record. I've, I've slightly over-embellished. I think uh, they may be better. But well, the, the, I'm, I'm sure he'll give, you a, he'll give you a good show. At the, yeah. I wonder if he'll play the organ. They've got that fantastic organ there, haven't they? <laughs> Can he play the organ? Oh, yeah. Harry Redknapp is a great organist. <laughs> Bill's not interested in this. He's the biggest yawn I've ever seen. It's absolutely incredible. Oh, yeah. When Harry jumps on the organ, Bill, at the Royal Albert Hall, you won't be yawning, will you? When he gets on there and he's... He, what would he play? And the producer's disappeared under the desk. I don't know what's happening there. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 something's going on, something's isn't it? It's all going. getting a bit odd. Anyway, so anyway, I'll come back to the 64-metre fatberg later. OK, yeah. OK, fair enough, you are. The Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast from TalkSport. I uh, love that bit in uh, Victoria's news bulletin there, mm. with Neil Warnock wanting Simon Jordan to be Prime Minister. Yeah. I can see that. With Bob Mills and Jim White in his cabinet. Yeah, that's why not. Perry, just Perry start the Grace. singing. That's it. Oh dear, oh dear. He'd be doing all that, wouldn't he, <laughs> Mr. Simon Jordan? Uh, and uh, Simon gets up and yeah. Well, he doesn't. He talk a lot. He does talk a lot of sense. Yeah, but I'm I mean, not it would sure make it would make Prime Minister. It would make the house very fragrant because that's oh, the yeah. thing you notice that Simon. He's uh, it's always it always smells nice. It smells very nice. Always yeah, smells absolutely. lovely. Very nice. Now we mentioned uh, the hundred Britain's oldest man. He's hundred and fifty quid a bottle. You'd expect him to smell nice, <laughs> well, right? wouldn't very, you? Yeah. yeah, it's quite pricey. Yeah. 111 quid. No, 111 quid. quid. <laughs> Has it gone down? Can, can you get it cheaper? Not a bloke in a pub. Don't Brit, buy it. Get it from the oldest man Wilson. is 111 quid. Okay, really? 111 years old. You've talked about him. Yeah, you're yeah. quite, you're quite taken reason, with him. Well, I am, but Mark from Blackie's made a very good point. He said, uh, does Britain's oldest man have to do the full David Shepherd uh, one for the teenagers there for the whole upcoming year? What's that? The, the, oh, yeah, because David Shepard was an Nelson. umpire. Yeah, yeah, he was an umpire. You're going to have to explain this now. Well, well yeah, yeah, but yeah, I got on. it. I thought it was quite clever. Yeah, it's good. He's very clever, yeah. yeah. Uh, but <laughs> it's true. He, he used to stand on one leg when the score got to 111 because he thought it was unlucky. It was a superstition. And then it got to 222, he'd just fall over. Just land <laughs> on his backside, wouldn't he? Yeah, he really thought it through. <laughs> yeah. um, That's very true. Mark Fillmore's been in touch. You heard the yeah. chat there with uh, David Davis, and he's had uh, quite mm. a nice idea, Andy. He, he thinks that uh, one way of getting around the fact that the Egyptian FA have got... Uh, E-F-A, hmm. is that we could call ourselves the best F-A. Oh, yeah. That, 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 <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. I, th- I think he's being tongue-in-cheek. Or, the, yeah. you know, the real F-A. Yeah. Hashtag real F-A. Why Hashtag not? original and best <laughs> F-A. So that would pr- probably be a bit counterproductive, I would think, wouldn't it? Yeah, uh, good to hear Maurizio Sarri say that he's uh, going to give Callum hudson Adoy at least two or three games in the next eight that we've got left. Of course, you know what they'll be. They'll be the ones after we can't qualify for the Champions League. Wow. Probably. It, 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 it was, this is always likely to happen. He said. He also said, we'll hopefully hear from him a little bit later on because the Moose was at the press mm. conference and he's been tweeting from the press conference. He said he'd not seen much... He's only seen a couple of minutes of the England game. You'd think he'd want to watch... Two of his boys in action playing brilliantly for their country. Well, you think you would, Back, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you really? Yeah, absolutely. I'd say he's a busy man, but um, yeah, you would think he'd like to see that. Yeah, 
I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to see what he does with Ross, Ross Barkley because he had a brilliant two games, really, especially the second game. And he has been sort of picking him occasionally, but still favouring Kovacic. And you think, mm. don't bother. I mean, first of all, I don't think he's much of a player, Kovacic. And second of all, he's not going to be there next year. So what's the point? But there you go. Sorry, he did say he doesn't know if it's now time to start Hudson-Odoi in the Premier League, uh, despite the fact that he played for England. He says he's still very young. Oh, God. Honestly, Gareth Southgate said, "If it doesn't matter how, it's mm. easier to assimilate attacking young young attacking players mm. than it is midfielders or defenders." And he, he said he was definitely ready. Everyone who's seen him said he's ready. All the players who play with him say he's ready. He is ready. So we all saw that with our own eyes. And also, for your own sake, mate, why don't you just pick him? Because if it, if you pick him, people won't say anything. And if it's going wrong, if he's struggling, which he won't be, but if he was, then you've got Pedro or William to bring on. I don't see what's in it for him yeah. not to pick him. It makes no sense whatsoever. But anyway, that's it. Does him. seem strange. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, oh yeah, I fell for one of those uh, sort of Instagram ads again. I, I ordered it. No, so we should give some background. Andy oh, yeah. on Instagram have many adverts. Can you get an advert free uh, feed or? Do, no, do you, I don't think you okay. can. No. Well, Andy buys a lot of stuff on Instagram. The crackpot <laughs> things. You were trying to get me to buy a. It was a dog paw cleaner, wasn't it? Yeah, that looked now, good. Now, we did get one. We got another version of oh, it. Oh, did you? But okay. the dog wasn't sure. I, I got like a hose out. It wasn't as one. bad as the other one I tried to persuade you to buy. The, the, don't let your dog get injured while climbing up on a couch. Yeah. With the, it's like a sort of stepladder for dogs. Our dog's too big. The couch isn't 30 foot off the ground, <laughs> so it's not a problem for it. But, um, yeah, yeah, so you buy a lot of stuff. Mm. On Instagram, mm. and you'd bought um, well, you'd bought a punch ball that attached to your forehead, didn't you? Like <laughs> yeah. a, it was a punch ball on a on a cord, <laughs> and you it was on a headband. Yeah. I know, seriously, a headband, and you'd wrap it around your head, and then you'd punch the ball in front. It was mm. absolutely useless. Useless, it? yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can't remember all the bad things I've bought. Anyway, I've ordered. It's arrived. I'm waiting to see. It's a microwave egg poacher. <laughs> Completely pointless. Okay, but who How knows? How much did that set you back? Oh, it was about eight ninety nine. wasn't wasn't too bad, really. Um, do you see that Conte has been been speaking to a tribunal, Antonio Conte. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to get his nine million. Mm. And I wasn't his biggest fan last season because of what the way it turned out. But I think he's absolutely right. You know, mm. he said, I did a decent job. I won the league. I won the FA Cup. The club didn't really back me, which is absolutely 100% true. So, you know, I think he's entitled to his money. So I don't see the idea. This thing that they're trying to hang on to the fact that Costa, he sent Costa a text, but everybody knew Costa wanted to go. He wanted to go in January. He was mm. going to go to China. So I really think that's a problem. But there you go. Um, uh, yeah, you go what on. else? I was going to say something about Manchester United. You see an mm. uh, interesting bit by Jason Burt today in the Telegraph talking about their technical director. They're going to try and find a technical director, mm. a director of football. Everybody's been saying... Even Van Haar said they need a buffer between the guys upstairs. Uh, a football man on the ball, which is what Jose was saying, and they're going to mm. address that, apparently. But they want someone like um, Ole, who's kind of... He's got the old club DNA, yeah. someone who knows how the club works. And that's not a massively long list, isn't it? Because, you know, you look at what you need for that. You need to be, sort of have good contacts, good eye for a player. Mm. You probably need to be, an ex, in this case, an ex-Manchester United good scouting player network. or a coach. They're saying Peter Schmeichel is somebody who said he would love the position, but he's had no experience in that area. So mm. you're probably looking for that. You don't necessarily want one of those guys like a Frank Arneson or someone that has done that job a lot because, you know, he's just a hired gun. If you want yeah. someone who's got a bit of United... He's got the club at heart. I mean, Chelsea are talking about Peter Czech can do mm. this job, which would be fantastic. I mean, yeah. you know, so I think it's, uh, it's every it's, club needs one. You know, I think. Uh, I was going to tell you about this fatberg. Oh yeah, it's a sixty-four meter long fatberg of grease and oil. 
or the moose, as we like to call it. Oh, oh no oh, need no, for harsh, that. Isn't it, really? No need for that. <laughs> yeah, it's been Goodness removed. Sake. <laughs> yeah. And the idea of the moose floating down the Thames <clears throat> quite quite marvellous. Yeah. Okay, you like the idea? Yeah, well, we can we could make that happen. <laughs> we know oh, people. We could do really. Yeah. Um two photos I hate at the moment that yes. currently hate, apart from the obligatory daily Rita Aura photo, mm-hmm. is Michael Gove in his on his doorstep in running kit yeah. holding the papers. How many times have you seen mm. that photo? I don't know. Oh a lot. And Theresa May in that horrible coat. It's not is political, he... I just don't like the coat. Running with the papers, is that like running with the balls? <laughs> No, just holding. Well, sort of does, daily... he, does he run to the paper shop, then run back? <laughs> I have no idea. He did that thing again, the, the kind of self-styled <laughs> character Boris does, where, you know, mm. Boris wears a, a craggopper's fleece and rugby socks and, yeah, and, yeah. and Bermuda shorts. Oh, no, he's got the same... So when he could yeah, actually yeah. wear normal running gear, but no one would... So And he's kind of wearing... He's, goes wearing a sort of polo shirt, isn't he? Yeah. So he's wearing a collared polo shirt and a pair of... They look like beach shorts. Red shorts, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you think, oh, come on, mate, you're trying too hard. You know, you've <laughs> slung this look together. It's taken longer to come up with that <laughs> than it has to actually wear proper, it, they probably proper do it, running gear. Yeah, well, yeah. It's an interesting running style as well, isn't it? He's got, I haven't yeah. seen his running style. Yeah, Ralph Hassenhutl. Very much in the Mr Bean envelope. Ralph Hassenhutl. Yeah. Who isn't in the Mr Bean envelope. No, not at all. Not at all, actually. He says that he turns off the Wi-Fi. So worried about. Oh, this is, yeah, this was we talked yeah, about this yeah, yesterday. Well, you're not listening. Well, no, no, but I'm saying I, it was in the paper this morning. I only react to things that I, <clears> the last thing I saw, and not the things I say, <laughs> or indeed you say as well, because you were sitting there. You don't react. To I did those not things. say Ralph Hassenhutel turns off the Wi-Fi. You, we didn't say it directly, but we talked about it because <laughs> that was the whole point of having a chat with a, a specialist in the field. So, but yeah, don't worry about it. But Andy. surely the players can play on 4G. They don't need the Wi-Fi. Well, um, this is what uh, Simon. Uh, Jordan's um, um, spad, uh, <laughs> Neil Warnock said earlier on, he said the same thing. He said, well, I can't get Wi-Fi. He's done the lot today, Neil. He's a man <laughs> in his 70s, isn't he, yeah, yeah. these days? And there he is. He's looking at the new... I love 4G me. I love 4G me. I just I can't wait for 5G me. <laughs> you might be, it might bring 5G to Cardiff. That could revolutionise things for me. <laughs> me. That'd be great, wouldn't mm. it? So, uh, yeah, um, uh, he was talking about that today. So you agree with Neil Warnock, which is, a, which is not a bad oh, yeah. thing. I, I think that's very good. Yeah. Britain has a shortage of baristas. Did you know that? Really? We need 40,000 baristas to make up the shortfall, apparently. Wow. We're drinking so a, much coffee, or guzzling, a, as the tabloids a, would say. That is a first world problem, isn't it? <laughs> Can I really possibly get good coffee? <laughs> okay, still to come this afternoon. <laughs> okay. We will be chatting to uh, the guy that... Uh, not the strongest section, I will admit. No, I've got to be honest. <laughs> we won't be winning any awards that. Let's be honest, will any of them? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. In the meantime, Andy, we just await our guest. Oh. Yes, in the, yeah, that's right. You're taxing me now. I am taxing you now. You are very much getting down to page three, but maybe there's some, the odd gold nugget uh, in there. Yes, probably so, not. Ticket sales yeah. for the Spice Girls are definitely flagging, I feel, judging right. by Melby's desperate attempts at publicity. Mm. Today, she sort of basically, I'm not even going to say what she said, basically insulted Victoria Beckham. Oh, okay, course, wow. Made it a story, but... Uh, does that entice people to buy tickets to come well, watch it? Well, it's in the paper, people, people sort of remember it's yeah. on. You know, so I think that's the idea. And Britain's, this is a good story in a certain sense, Britain's smallest prisoner has been released after becoming an internet sensation. Has he? Which is good. I mean, you know, he's, he's sort of, I think he's got to... Put his life back together. Yeah, which is what, you know, hopefully prison will, will be, re, re, rehabilitation. Well, that's, that's, that, I, that's like, easy for me to say. We could go down the Mike Graham route, we could do three hours on this. Some <laughs> people can. don't feel it is for that. Well, okay, fine. 0817 <laughs> Well, that's another in matter. In the absence of, of a guest. <laughs> but this is what fascinates me. I mean, it shows you what you have to do to be... Leave it there, Andy. Oh, well, no. We can carry on. Um, <laughs> okay, a bit thanks. of miscommunication between me and the producer. Uh, because we can now talk... I could have just been waffling around. We could have done that, yeah. No we'll change there. and do it. Oh, well, yeah. we, uh, we can now talk about the uh, burger... <laughs> what was that story? But I'll get to it one day. The burger that landed in oh, yeah. uh, the training ground at uh, Colchester. And uh, the man behind it, we have some subsequently discovered, was Tom Stanilan. Good afternoon, Tom. Hello, thanks for having me on the show. Well, it's all right. I mean, it's not often a, a, a burger from space and a GoPro camera. They obviously saw the camera and then they must have thought that they were playing leads at some point. <laughs> that Bielsa, Bielsa was spying yeah, on them yeah, from space. But, um, yeah, so the groundsman was surprised to find a box with a GoPro in it uh, and a burger uh, in it as well. And, and um, they were wondering what was going on and then realised it was your handiwork. Yeah, they can't get away from me. I had a tracker in there... Uh, they picked it up. It, it sent the tracker signal to me. I, I seen it were there. Uh, I found the coordinates. Went on Google, and it took me to their training ground. I found a phone number, rang them up, and they said, "Yeah, we're, we've got your uh, package." I said, "Has it got a burger on there by any chance?" And they started laughing, and uh, yeah, it's still intact. Yeah, I mean, why is the question, uh, Tom? Why did you do it? <laughs> I don't think I could get a proper answer for that. I just. <laughs> I enjoy doing stupid, crazy stuff that no one would usually do. Like you said, I do it on my YouTube channel. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, this was just another one of the things I've tried. And so give us a few others. Uh, What some of the other things you've attempted? Uh, I slept on a lake in a Zorbo before. Uh, I've I've made the world's biggest slice of pizza and I ate it. It's it's countless. (laughs) Yeah. So a burger in space, what was the... You, you just thought that seemed like a good idea? There was no real inspiration for it? Well, I've seen people put stuff into space before, hmm. uh, and I thought, oh, no one's done a, a burger, you know? So uh, I'll send that up when it comes down, I'll have a nibble on it, see how it tastes, you know? 
And how did you know it was going to come down? I suppose it, inevitably it would do, wouldn't it? But I mean, yeah, no. It, was it? Was it? What's the technique? Well, yeah, you, yeah. you, you know, at some point, um, whatever got it up there will burst and it will come flying back down again. But were you expecting this sort of burst? It was kind of intact, wasn't it? Relatively speaking. Oh, you'd sellotaped it to the to the bottom of the thing, hadn't you? I had a, uh, inside the burger. I had a little bit of super glue in the middle. Right. Brought the burger together, and then I had the burger. Uh, tie wrapped to the cellophane, to the cellophane uh, styrofoam box. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. The GoPro pointing on the burger, and then you can see. Oh, uh, yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. It, it, the, the footage cut out before the balloon popped, and you don't see it fall back down. Oh, that's oh, that's always so. great, isn't it? Yeah. When we saw that, be like Felix Baumgartner. Fe- yeah, when we saw Felix, the, the descent yeah. is one. Did of he the... inspire you, Felix? Is that, is that what sort the of the man in the red ball? You know, uh, the bloke that jumped out of the. <laughs> Space rocket. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, you know. Could Jumped have seen out of the space rocket. What else did he do? Well, he went up and he was released on a parachute. Well, not a yeah. parachute. Did he have a burger in his hand? He may have done. <laughs> we may <laughs> never know. He could have had a snack on the way down. What, what, you think of the G-forces that burger has been through. I mean, I wonder, you may find the company behind it have thought, you know, it's actually improved the flavour. <laughs> may, may you may be able to go and buy a G-Force burger in there. It costs you a lot of money, that's though. Everyone's, well. This one's been... Set. You do get burger snobs, like coffee snobs. Well, you, that's true. You'll get someone in California. <laughs> someone in someone in uh, Seattle will open the G-Force burger company and they'll, they'll, every they'll burger's been everyone. sent into space and it'll cost about <laughs> 1,500 quid and they'll still find mugs to buy them. What about they? the GoPro? Uh, the, weren't you worried... Cause that's quite expensive. Weren't you a bit of kit? Were you not worried about losing that? Well, yeah, they all think all together. I had about seven hundred pounds shooting up into wow. the sky, so I was very worried. <laughs> so, yeah. who's, have you, are you a football fan? I mean, was it was it good that it dropped into a, a football ground, a football team's training ground? Because it could have gone anywhere, couldn't it? It could have gone anywhere. We lost track of it for so many hours. We thought it landed in the sea and that, but unfortunately, I'm not a football fan. But my new favourite team now is. United. Oh, you're going to... Of course. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great that this is the reason you now follow them? <laughs> you're basically... You're home and away for You'd the rest of your of, life. guest of honour in the director's yeah, box. Yeah, that would be great. Nice. Like, 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 what, what was the... When you, when you rocked up and said, actually, it was me, I did it from a YouTube channel, what did they make of it all? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's, it, we're all they're a bit taken back, I guess. It's not really a thing you expect, is it? It kind of takes it off guard when you hear it, but... Yeah, everyone's surprised. I'm surprised it landed there, to be honest. They've got it, a lot of social like media traffic, though. Oh, they yeah, are doing rather well now, off the back of it. Well, they would do. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's gone yeah, viral, it's as they say. Crazy. It, it, looks, it looks to me like it was a Whopper rather than the bacon double cheeseburger, which I, f- I tend to favour. Okay. Was it? Can you, can you confirm what <laughs> kind of burger it was? Was it just a plain old basic burger? It's a Big Mac. Everyone knows a Big Mac. So oh, Big Mac. Oh, Bur- burger King are claiming this, I think. Are they really? Are you claiming on their behalf? Well, I'm claiming on their behalf. I read it was Burger King. So oh, it was well. a Big Mac, was it? <laughs> well, OK, other burgers oh. clearly are available, including the one that was sellotaped to a GoPro camera. <laughs> well, look, well done, Tom. What's the traffic been like on your YouTube channel? Has it been good for you? You can claw that 700 quid back? Yeah, yeah, well, hopefully. Get, get me paycheck in next month, so I'll have to let you know on that one. <laughs> okay. All right, good, <laughs> good to talk to you. Thanks very much. There we are. Colchester United have a new fan. Are we going to get him back to find out how much money he made out of it next mm, month? Probably not. Probably. I think I think our interest in this story has, has, has ended. <laughs> really? It's a good, it's a two fun, minutes after it started. It's a fun story, and we would never have talked about it had it landed in the sea or, or on someone's yeah. head. Well, that's the thing as well, as we learned from Dutch Holland in that... 
clip. That's true. I mean, the damage it could have done if it had just hit someone well, on the head. Know, it must have come down at some velocity and it's had a Well, parachute. I'm no scientist. I mean, we'll have to ask Mike Parry. He'll know what kind of speed <laughs> it came down. Uh, we'll have to ask a proper scientist, not an idiot like Send me. Send him in the text this evening. Okay, we will. I'll ask them and uh, <laughs> I'll get Mike Graham to put the question to him when they join you at uh, 10 o'clock this evening. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Kellner's week of sport on TV, slightly later than advertising, all the mayhem, of course, and the breaking He's news. He's watched all this TV, we're going to give him eight minutes. Well, I'm, I've got no control over it. I'm, I'm the tool of a large organisation. Well, let's cut into Todd's Certainly time. Certainly you are the tool of a large <laughs> okay, organisation. Okay, then. All right, then. Uh, uh, I'll tell you what's got me down. Yeah. Um, I've just picked up a pass so I can get into this building without people having to go down 17 floors and pick me up. Yeah. It says Martin Kellner... Casual. I mean, I, all yeah. right, I don't take it as seriously as I might. Kind of old school football <laughs> hooligan. Yeah, yeah, I think that's just. Mine a... says the same thing, Martin. Don't feel well. Oh, does no, it? I'm casual. Okay. Me too. After all these years. Mm. So, yeah. Well, I've been away actually, but I bring you interesting news, and that is the mm. first match on Sky, yeah. uh, the first Super League match on Sky that had a golden point last night. I know, it yeah. A, it was a heck of a match. I know Sens- you've talked about that. Sensational, wasn't it? Yeah. It was well, the first time ever. First time on uh, Sky. First yeah. time on you, you know, really? it's the old question that philosophers have uh, pondered for years and years. If an event happens and it's not on Sky, has it really happened? <laughs> well, there you, <laughs> go. you really don't know, do you? Yes. But uh, last night did, and it was a player that um, you would never... He's the first yeah. drop goal he's ever scored. So I mean, you said the coach. A player that even the Leeds coach didn't feel... Oh, it was fantastic It's a great reaction. moment. He actually says, not expletive Dwyer, just <laughs> yeah. as he goes for the drop goal, yeah. doesn't he? <laughs> it, was, it was a fantastic moment. I mean, I always love watching uh, uh, Super League on Sky. Mm. Also because uh, the players and the uh, and the coaches are just so... Well, they're so giving and generous to the other... I've never, you never see a coach interviewed. He may moan about the odd yeah. decision who claims that they've been done out of it. They always give credit to the other team. And, yeah. and they were brilliant last night. I, I also love the them. fact that when in, if they pour over the game afterwards, they decide who's going to come out and do that before the match. So if you've been absolutely tonked, they still come out. They still come out. And they'll still come out and they'll stand there for 10 minutes and they'll deconstruct everything that went wrong in their sort of 45-4 yeah. thrashing. And that's has brilliant. It, has, I know Steve-O's retired. I know Eddie was retired. They've both gone now. Uh, no, Eddie was last night. And Bill Arthur, I think he's going to take over. He does the okay, uh, yeah, no, he's good, some of the interviews yeah. as well. And he's, he's good. But the coverage is great. I really enjoy the coverage of rugby league. Coverage is very good. And I think that's largely probably because rugby league does need the profile. So basically... Basically, if Sky wants something, Rugby League will, you know, within reason, they'll uh, they'll give it to them. I think yeah. figures are... I read somewhere that figures are up this season, oh, good. which sort of surprised me a little because I thought Rugby League was losing a wee bit of traction. Mm. Uh, Leeds, of course, are bottom of the league. Yeah, I needed oh, that yeah, win, I didn't they? Which yeah. is against the natural order of things. Yeah. <laughs> but, did, uh, but did win that That's one last true. night against Castleford. Yeah. So it was, if you've not was tried it, watch it. It's a great game. Yeah, it is. And especially, you know, Leeds-Castleford is always going to be a good game. Mm. Um, 
I also watched the Premier League show. Now, I don't know whether you two are aware of this, yeah. but Peter Crouch does a podcast. Are you yeah, aware I, of that? I'm, I'm, I yes. thought you might be, because they tell you about it every five flipping minutes. <laughs> they plugged it at the start of the show, yeah. and then they plugged it in the middle of the show. And I have to say, it irritated me, because oh, okay. I have a podcast. Yeah, you do. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah, have yeah. A, you have a podcast, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So, you're paying the licence fee, and I'm paying the licence fee, mm. for the BBC to plug a rival podcast to the ones that we have. Oh, well, yeah. we I get mean, that all uh, the time with everything. Well, we I do. know you do, but no, no. I mean, they, you know, you get that with with it, every time they plug radio I'm not, on I'm TV. Not massively expecting uh, uh, the BBC <laughs> to plug the Clips of the Week podcast. Though. I don't well, I think they should. I think they should. Well, th- th- that's an interesting <laughs> argument because yeah. the argument with you know local radio having websites and local newspapers struggling, there was an argument you know, when when we weren't arguing about Brexit all the time that. If the BBC, the BBC should um, have some, or the licence fee should some way go towards local newspapers as well mm. to keep them healthy. If the, the BBC's job is not to drive other media organisations out of business, oh, okay. to be honest. Well, so, here, here. Strong words there, Martin. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, well I, I, you know, it's not original. People have no. said it before. I think one of the former bosses here had quite strong views on that. Mm. But it does annoy me when, when all the... T- and the BBC Sounds app. Yeah. Do we all know now that Romesh Ranganathan is going to kick all his kids out when they're 18. Yes, I, yes. I think we do. I've he loves them. Yeah, he loves yeah. them, but he is, going to, he is going to kick them out. I think yeah. we know all that. Yeah. So if I was the BBC, given the, you know, given that the licence fee is always in a sort of bit of a parlous state, mm-hmm. I would maybe pull back a bit from, uh, oh. you know, from over-plugging. It could be the new DG. The, the press sounds of uh, the Peter Crouch's thing, there's usually a story within it every week for them. You know, so yeah, well, I've, yeah, he- I've heard it. I'm, I'm not a fan, to oh, be honest. Okay. It's okay, but oh. it's no better. I, I prefer the Gary Lineker, Danny Baker one. Oh, yeah. Um, which, you know, because Lineker's got a lot of stories and mm. knows a lot of people, etc., etc. Yeah. So I prefer that one myself. But that's that's just horses my choice. For courses, yeah. It's, it's mm. horses for courses, and I, you know I don't need the BBC to tell me all the time what they're doing. Okay. Apart from that, I quite enjoyed the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that, <laughs> that, that did annoy me. Yeah. I, but I quite like the you know they speak to uh, they speak to a player and get his. Um, get his playlist, you know, the, the music that he listens to. Uh-huh. Um, and it, I can't remember who it was last night. But mm. then, of course, having... Did that 20 years ago in a feature called Glove Box Jury in... Uh, <laughs> in uh, I think Kit Simons was the first one, in a magazine I used to edit. So there's nothing new under there's the nothing, sun, is there? There is no, nothing, no, no, there is nothing no. new. Uh, but then, you know, they tie that in as well to, uh, mm. to a plug for the uh, Sounds app. You yeah. can find it all on the Sounds app. Oh, good, yeah. Yeah. Say, a playlist. It's, it's, Beautiful. It's all joins together. It all joins together. OK. Um, but they your high horse today, haven't you? Your I did a little box. bit. Well, you know, I just uh, it just annoyed me slightly. Okay, you know, as, as somebody who's you know, as a, a small independent trader like myself, a bit yeah. of a independent boy. You used to take the shilling. Sorry, you used to take the BBC shilling. Yeah, but yeah. even when I took the BBC <laughs> shilling, that's probably why I'm not anymore. I did. It did used to, uh, especially the <laughs> thing about rankle? local news. It did rankle, and yeah. I, I mentioned it sometimes on air. Yeah, um, which is uh, obviously why, why I'm not there anymore. But of course, I'm much happier here. Of course. On the seventeenth floor. So you enjoyed uh, you enjoyed the Premier League show. I enjoyed the show. Yes, yeah. I enjoyed the rugby league last night. Yeah. I also watched uh, an excellent documentary, which one of uh, other of you might have seen. Yeah. Uh, one day in May about the Bradford City fire. I, I haven't seen it. That. No. Uh, oh, it's fantastic. I think guy, I have seen it. It's pretty moving, isn't it? It's very, where, very where, moving. Where will we find it, Martin? Is it on uh, the BT, it was BT Sport. It's a BT Sport. But, um, okay. I watched that just before. I've been away for a week, but I watched it just before I went away. Okay. Uh, I've been well, to Barcelona. So I've got, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, you've got your know, you know, pep- <laughs> Pepsi's. You with your little yellow ribbon. Yeah. 
He'll got, be chuffed. I've got a Catalonian. He might give you one of his flash jumpers. You never know. Show solidarity. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Um, yes, but it's, it's a brilliant documentary if you can find it, uh, because uh, Gabby Logan does it, and she was actually there yeah, of course, on yeah, the yeah. day because uh, Terry Orth was assistant manager at, uh, yeah. at Bradford City. And it was the end of the 84-85 season, but they start with the with the radio commentary, which I've always thought was brilliant. Tony De La Hunty, who's been in radio for 100 years like yeah. me, but I worked with him. I was at Pennine in Bradford at the time that that happened um, and uh, the smoke is it caught fire as we know and it spread very very quickly mm. to, to his commentary point and I just thought it was the most um, the, mo- the most moving the most interesting use of uh, we'll take a break wow. you could tell yeah. he was saying mm. people and then he said we're going to have to disconnect soon we'll take a break and I thought chilling, that was great broadcasting yeah, to yeah. remember that there was an ad break yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll go and find that Martin. it's well worth it's finding it's really really good, good. And I, she is exceptional on it, you know, because she was there and she wanders around and talks to a lot of people who were involved, people who lost yeah. relatives and such like. Wow. Some, one day in May at school. Really, okay, really okay. Good. we'll Thank look you, out for that. Um, That's it, we we're, out, we're out of time, Martin. Mm, I know. You can have that long walk back. Because way. you are on talk radio overnight, aren't you? I certainly am. I, yeah. that, they won't be plugging that on the BBC. Yeah. But I am there overnight on uh, talk radio. Well, without wanting to upset you, we, we, we thought we might plug your podcast uh, with your daughter. Very, very good. We didn't do one this week. Because oh, she, okay. she's on a French exchange scheme. Okay, couldn't you have done it with a French exchange? That would have <laughs> given us a different sort of flavour, wouldn't it? Would have given a different flavour, but uh, yeah, she was phoning us, moaning about it there. <laughs> <laughs> so probably not good. Okay, she was just tearing his hair out. And he, he, hasn't is, yeah, he hasn't got a lot. Really, um, poor soul. Yeah. A very high forehead, apparently. Yes. It runs in the family, oh, yeah. so he claims. It's a genetic thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, no worries. Thank I'll, you, Martin. Uh, we'll yeah, see you next week. Martin Kelner's Week of Sport on TV. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on TalkSport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We are back on Monday. We've got final round guests for you next week, as always. And um, don't forget the H&J Daily. Now, this is this, isn't it? The Clips of the Week podcast, should I say, is available to download yeah. at 5 o'clock this afternoon it's as well. Friday. They weren't a bad bunch of clips. So enjoy those if you do, and I hope you enjoyed this. And we'll catch up with you on Monday. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.